Spring Fling is an online conference for teacher business owners, and it's happening again on March 22nd through the 24th. I'm excited to share that I will be presenting at the conference again for the fourth time, believe it or not. And my topic is all about creating the resources that teachers really want. And I'm so excited to share with you this topic. It's something I haven't really shared about before, all about product creation. But this is just the tip of the iceberg. There are so many other topics that you're going to love. If you're wondering what Spring Fling is, this is an event for teacher business owners who are using their business to make an impact. So if you want to amp that up, then this is just a free online conference where you can meet other teacher business owners, connect with others, and also learn a lot of great insight and information that is kept with the times it's up to date for 2024 so if this is something you're interested in i highly recommend you check out my affiliate link in the description where you're listening to this episode you can sign up completely for free but there is also an extra upgrade that you can access it's all access pass with extra bonuses and more time to watch all of the amazing sessions so i can't wait to see you there i hope you can sign up You're listening to the Creative Teacher Podcast, a show for busy teachers looking for ways to engage, inspire, and make an impact in their teacher businesses. I'm Kirsten, a teacher business owner who is all about simple and actionable tips, strategies, and resources that result in wins, big or small. If you're looking for that extra spark of creativity, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in together. Hi there, welcome to another episode of the Creative Teacher Podcast. Today, we've got a special guest on the podcast, and she is going to be talking all about organization. This is something I know a lot of us struggle with as TPT sellers and teachers and parents and spouses. We probably may not be the best at organization, and the language adventurist is going to share with us a little bit of what she's learned in this TPT journey on being a little bit more organized and kind of having ducks together in a row. A former kindergarten teacher who loves creating educational resources and multilingual classroom decor to help elementary teachers and homeschooling families around the world. She is multi-talented with a lot of really cool things under her belt. She's multilingual, multicultural, and fluent in several languages. So I think it's really interesting to hear her perspective of her journey as a TPT seller and just ways she's found to better organize her TPT business and her life overall. So I'm really looking forward to speaking with her, and I hope you enjoy as well. All right. So today we have a special guest. We are so excited to have you on the podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Kirsten. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and also a little bit about your TPT business. Yes. So, uh, well, I'm I-10. I was a primary teacher at several international schools around the globe. 
And I have a passion for ESL and I like languages. That's why my business is called Language Adventurist. Uh, I started my TPT journey actually a long time ago, I think like a lot of teachers, but then life just, you know, took over and I neglected my business. And then during the pandemic, actually, I got excited uh, about making resources. So I think I took it more seriously in 2021. And this year I'm devoted fully to TPT to create uh, resources to basically uh, make ESL classrooms more beautiful. And I hope and I inspire that all teachers uh, want to have a multilingual uh, classroom display. That's amazing. Okay. Yes. That's so awesome. What that, what you're able to do with your experience and your background and how you can kind of infuse that into your TPT store. So yes, that's really, really cool. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about, well, a lot about the main topic, how we can be a little bit more organized as TPT sellers. I know personally, I am not the most organized, not just for like TPT, but just life in general. I just so scatterbrained. And so it is hard to get tasks done and just have some type of organization, whether it's how I'm creating my resources or um, how I'm scheduling out things. So I'm really glad you're here to talk about this today. Let's talk with the first thing. What are some common struggles TPT sellers might face when we might be trying to be more organized? especially in the new year. Definitely, yeah. Well, um, I will talk about uh, a little bit about the things that I run to, like the m- like my main issues. And that is like uh, staying organized with my computer files, staying organized with my bookkeeping, mm-hmm. and organizing my clip art. And this is a big one, especially if you have a lot of resources, is using like finding your resources because yeah. I create bulletin boards. So in the beginning, I had like 25 bulletin boards and they were all bulletin boards and they were all like welcome bulletin boards and in different languages and hello multilingual bulletin boards. But then like it took me like 30 minutes to find a document. Mm-hmm. So then I realized like, okay, I need to use more specific and more descriptive things for, for my names, for the bulletin boards. Uh, so that that was like a huge thing for me. Consistent branding, I would say, to be organized in that was kind of like a struggle for me. To have a content calendar, like like the word I've never heard of the word before. That was like, what do you mean a content calendar? So like, that's not something we think of as teachers. Yeah. (laughs) Keeping track of what you want to do and when and and like those things, like how silly it even sounds. I really needed to learn that. And using platforms, like when you start off and when you Google stuff, there is so much out there. And I, I really got lost. And every day I was just like, oh, which social media planner should I use or a scheduler should I use? Or And before I knew it, I was more busy on those not so at that moment, not so relevant tasks instead of really like focusing on the core, on the core of your business and creating a routine in that. Mm-hmm. So that was for me 
like that, that those are my main main problems of organizing my business when i started last yeah. year i can relate to a lot of that and i know many listeners can relate to that it, especially i can think off the top of my head like my files number one like they're usually i name them but i still have trouble finding them and that's the same with on canva cuz i do create a lot on canva my files are not organized there. So there is a lot of um, struggles, especially as you're trying to, you know, create and create and create. And, you know, just it it kind of gets overwhelming the more products you have that you're trying to sell. So I definitely, I'm sure many people have that same type of struggle. So what are some tips that you have um, learned in the last year or so on being more organized in your TPT business? I do have a few. The first one I think that really worked well for me is to use separate browsers. So I use Chrome for my business and I use Safari for my personal stuff. Okay. So that in the beginning, it was like weird, but now I got you know, like really used to it. And I see that it really like helps my brain to say like, okay, now I'm going to do private things to be more focused on my private things. And I'm going to do business things. And also with your history and bookmarking and everything, it it just made a little bit more sense to me now to use different browsers for, for you know, like the mindset. So, okay, now this browser is open. So I know I'm going to do business. Mm-hmm. The other one is more personal and fun. What I really uh, had to learn uh, was to really separate the costs of my business. So I opened a separate bank account just for TPT and my everything that involves my business and another bank for my personal uh, stuff. Uh, and I keep track of that. And when I was keeping track of that, I learned that it's also good to have like an overview of what kind of uh, reoccurring costs you're going to have every month. Because last year, I was so like uh, surprised that I had one month more costs than the other month. And I just have to go and look and search for everything. But now I have an, a yearly overview of what I need to pay every month. So for example, a lot of things I pay annually. So I know in February, I will have higher costs than let's say December. Uh, so to have an overview of your costs, I think is I think is is one of the base. You know that you know like what you're earning and what is going what going out because you need to base your decisions on on that. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I, I I thought really like just keeping track of it in one document. I use Google Sheets mm-hmm. uh, help me to to stay more organized. Uh, another thing that I also did is um, I put the logo on uh, from my clipart, the logo of the clipart seller on my folder to find it quicker. And before I had my clipart organized by the the artist, mm-hmm. but now I'm organizing it by themes because I'm I I'm creating bulletin boards and classroom decor, and usually that has like one main theme so for me it made more sense to organize it by like let's say winter this uh, or christmas or um spring or let's say like um flags Mm -hmm. to do that way that really helped me to to stay more organized uh and i also what i did is like i had a uh, a diary of my roadmap 
because everybody like you read, you go online and you read blog posts and everybody has their own way of creating and working. And I really uh, focused the last month with uh, a daily, like a diary track, keeping track of what, like how you are creating resources and what you do next to promote it on your social platforms. And once I kind of like saw how much time I was spending on certain things, it really helped me to, you know, like fine tune my my issues. Like I was spending too much time on Canva because I couldn't mm-hmm. decide on colors or I was spending too much time on finding uh, the perfect clip art. So once you track how much time you spend on things, you also like fine tune in things like, okay, I need to improve with decision-making or I need to be consistent with branding or it just helps you so much, I think, to to tailor down what your business needs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, templates, that helps a lot uh, for your products, but also because that's what I, uh, that's something that I've heard a lot, like, oh, you need templates to create uh, resources. But I realized you also need uh, templates to brand your, your store and your products. And I, I, I just uh, thought, you know, like if you have, one consistent way of doing that maybe it looks a little bit boring but at the end of the day you get it done quicker right and i have to learn that it's better to be done than to have it perfect right i love and this. i've also learned that along the way you constantly have to fine-tune your product and update your products as well so um uh, that's like a mindset shift that happened like that i i thought like okay i have this product but it it it's not like a done thing you always have to go back and revise and when you keep a track like when you have your own diary you can see what you're actually doing and how much time you're spending on it mm-hmm. so it really helped me to change my uh, own behavior because when you work as a tpt seller you are kind of like alone it's it's basically you're a solopreneur. Like there's nobody that gives feedback to you or nobody that says like, oh, you've been working on this thing for like six hours now and it should be done. Yeah. So you, so having that diary really helped me to see what, what I was doing and giving and helped me to give myself feedback. So that's something that I really like as a, it's not an organization tip, but it's, I think a tip that can help you to see what you are doing. And, yeah. and how much time you're spending on stuff. Yeah, for sure. I really yeah. love all of those tips that you have. And maybe some people might have some type of journal or planner. I could also think maybe using ClickUp or Asana, some type of project management tool. That's another way you can kind of have it as a diary as you're clicking all the tasks that you're completing and putting them in just to see how much you can get done or what you get done and when you get done. There have been some products where I think it takes a couple days and it ends up taking twice as long. And it's helpful to see that in my ClickUp tape. I'm like, okay, I really, so next time I plan a similar resource, I know, oh, it's not going to take me just two days. I already know based on what I wrote in the previous time that I need four days to plan it out. Yeah, so it helps you basically to create your own roadmap in uh, in what your own workflow is. Mm-hmm. 
that's going to end to my, I think, uh, like a very strong one is that I've learned that it's better to invest in your routines and routines that work for you than constantly, you know, like looking for other external tools to help you to stay organized. You know, like when you when you know what time goes in what, I think it's better to to it's helpful to set goals and to, you know, like be organized. And uh, that's another thing that I think helped me a lot to be more organized is I set goals. And in the beginning, like last year, uh, my goals were very vague, like, like, oh, I want to have a lot of followers or, oh, I want to have like 500 products. And then along the way, you're learning like those things, of course, matter. But what matters the most is that, you know, like that your teachers that buy your stuff are happy and that you can connect with them and that they can share what they are or how they are using your resources. And actually, that is kind of giving you the right input to improve your business and grow your business. And in the beginning, I just thought like setting goals was like, oh, I need um, 200 products. I need 500 followers. I need this. I need that. And now I'm kind of like learning that uh, you need to set goals that are reasonable and manageable for for your own business. Mm -hmm. And that's going to help you also to be better organized and not scatter. Yeah, I love that tip too. Because I know sometimes we have these arbitrary like, oh, if I have this many followers or products, then I'll be successful. But it's sometimes those numbers are varying between person to person and from year to year, just based off of what happens previously. So it's good to be able to think goal-wise, thinking more manageable based off of what you are able to do. You know, so, um, but yes, those are awesome organization tips. What stood out to me was one of the very first ones where you said to use two different browsers, one for personal and one for business. Like that, maybe that would help a lot for me as far as because I don't usually use Safari, I usually use Chrome for everything. But maybe thinking about like if I'm looking up recipes or just little like checking my personal email. It would be nice to have that all in Safari just to kind of make it more compartmentalized and thinking in different, like you said, different mindsets for different browsers. That's a great way to compartmentalize and make it more organized. So I really, really think I'm going to try that tip this year. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how it goes. I'm really curious. It helped me a lot. It's just like, uh, you know, like it's a mind shift, I think. And the same happened to me when I was kind of like keeping track of how I was spending my hours on my business. And I had some days where I was looking the whole day on, on Etsy or on uh, Canva for templates to, to use for my social media. And I was like, I'm not sure if this is going to be really helpful for my teachers that want to have an amazing ESL classroom or a multilingual classroom decoration. Like, I don't think that's going to help. But mm -hmm. what is going to help is that I talk to them and ask them what they need, what they need and how, what colors they like and, and, and stuff like that helped me to be more focused in, in how I want to organize the business. Yeah. Those are some really good points to think about. 
All right, going into some tools, you kind of mentioned a few, but what are some of your favorite organization tools that have worked for you as far as staying more organized? Well, my number one uh, is from Bearwood Labs Flatpak, like the best investment ever. Yes. <laughs> it did that, you know, like makes uh, life easier. And um, yeah, that that would be my number one advice for everybody. If you don't have it, get it. It's such a time saver. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my second tip would be use different browsers. Just, you know, like separate your business and your private everything. Also your expenses, because it's really easy when you buy a clip art that's just like $3 to say like, oh, it doesn't matter. Just, you know, like I'll just pay with my personal account. But at the end of the year, it's all adding up and it's just better to have, I think, a different account for for all your business expenses. Um, And my third tip basically is create your own uh, workflow. And to do that, you need to keep track of what you are doing for your business in a day or, you know, like in a week so you can fine tune it, what fine tune it to what your business needs. Mm-hmm. And not you think, because now in social media, when you go on to on Instagram or TikTok or whatnot, everybody has something to say about how you should run your business. And that really confused me. And I was also uh, noticing that I was giving mixed messages to the teachers that would land on my TPT store. And now I'm trying to deliver one clear message, and that's that I'm here to to create a multilingual classroom decor because i want to convey the message that all languages matter not only english even though the student's uh, main objective is to learn english but we should not forget about his or her home language and kind of like an inclusive message that i also want to uh, share with with all schools all teachers and I discovered that by discovering basically my own roadmap that is also, again, helping me to stay more organized and prioritize what my business needs. I love that you mentioned that because a lot of what you're saying is really organizing your messaging, which is a part of your brand strategy. So that's a really great point to think about is if you are not really thinking about a clear strategy and where you want to go with your business or what who you want to focus on and what message you want to send out to your audience it's really going to be like you said like all these different things because oh well this person says i need to talk more about this and we need to do more of this so the fact that you've decided you know what i'm going to focus in on this message i think that brought clarity for you and it's helped it it is nice to be able to be more organized in the fact that you don't have to worry about other different types of messages. You get to focus on what the main message you want to convey to your audience. Yeah. My, my journey, this was my journey. Like I, I had to be organized in my head Mm -hmm. say, and then I realized, okay, so I need to make it, I need to, you know, like divide my stuff. This is private. This is personal. And uh, I need to have the the basics, like the clip art. How do you organize the clip, uh, your clip art? How do you name your files? Because, you know, if you have 200 products and they're all bulletin boards and you want to find it, it's going to be a challenge to yeah. find it quickly, you know? So that also made me think about like, so should I call it 
hello in different languages, or should I call it multilingual hello bulletin board? Like, you know, like you you think about it and that helps you to uh, name it better. And as you are thinking about what you're doing in in little details, I notice that it also helps you to prioritize how you should organize your business. And I realize that it lo- that it looks different for everybody mm-hmm. because yeah. everybody has a different way of doing things and a different message and a different style. Absolutely. Totally agree. Every brand is different and unique in their own way. And that's what makes us all um, TPT sellers. That's just part of the business. So yeah, that's a great point. All right. So before we finish this interview, I have some fun questions to ask you. Very random, but I thought it would be fun to ask. (laughs) Okay. So the first question, are you a morning person or a night owl? I'm a morning person. I get up really early and I love to have a very long morning routine and then start my business. Love that. I'm also a morning person. (laughs) Okay. Second question. What is a non-business related podcast or show that you are really into right now? A show, like a TV show? Mm Mm-hmm. Or series Um, or podcast episode or podcast, whatever you wish. I'm thinking of like, this has nothing to do with with anything that I'm doing, but there is on Netflix, um, Indian Indian, uh, Matchmaker. Yes, I've seen that. I've seen all three seasons. I love it. I love it. So I, I started that and I, I can't wait because when, when I start cooking, I always uh, watch it. So I can't yeah. wait to start cook, cooking and watching uh, Indian Matchmaker. I think it's so interesting. It is very, very different culture. And that's what makes yeah. it really interesting to watch. Love it. Okay. Last question. You're at a karaoke bar and a celebrity walks in. Who is it and what song would you choose for a duet? For a duet. Girls just want to have fun. Okay. With which celebrity? With, I think, Shakira. Shakira. Very cool. Yes. (laughs) That would be a lot of fun. Aitan, thank you so much for being here. Where can we connect with you and Kind of, if maybe there might be some ESL teachers listening, where can we find more information about you and your business? Well, I have a blog, languageadventurist.com, and I'm on all social media platforms as Language Adventurist. So I'll hope you, I hope you guys um, can find me over there. And if not, maybe you can, you know, put my details into your podcast so it's easier for people to find me. Yes, and if they want to talk about ESL or if they have ideas about what I should create for their classrooms, I would love to hear it. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Creative Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, feel free to subscribe and leave a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can also follow me on Instagram at thesouthernteach.designs. Have an amazing day. 
Spring Fling is an online conference for teacher business owners, and it's happening again on March 22nd through the 24th. I'm excited to share that I will be presenting at the conference again for the fourth time, believe it or not. And my topic is all about creating the resources that teachers really want. And I'm so excited to share with you this topic. It's something I haven't really shared about before, all about product creation. But this is just the tip of the iceberg. There are so many other topics that you're going to love. If you're wondering what Spring Fling is, this is an event for teacher business owners who are using their business to make an impact. So if you want to amp that up, then this is just a free online conference where you can meet other teacher business owners, connect with others, and also learn a lot of great insight and information that is kept with the times it's up to date for 2024 so if this is something you're interested in i highly recommend you check out my affiliate link in the description where you're listening to this episode you can sign up completely for free but there is also an extra upgrade that you can access it's all access pass with extra bonuses and more time to watch all the amazing sessions so i can't wait to see you there i hope you can sign up